Hi, I'm Alicia Michelle, and as a trained and certified Christian mindset coach, I've helped hundreds of Christian women discover brain science-based mindset tools to help them grow closer to God and break free from anxiety, perfectionism, people-pleasing, and feeling like they're never enough. The Christian Mindset Coach is the award-winning podcast that shows you how to use simple brain science principles and biblical truth to renew your mind for lasting confidence, joy, and peace. I'm so glad you're here. Grab a cozy spot and let's get started. Hey there. Welcome to today's episode of The Christian Mindset Coach with me, Alicia Michelle. I am excited for today's episode because we are talking about renewal. How can we find new strength? new renewal, just a way to refuel our spirits. There's a, a, a feeling, a message that I keep hearing from my friends and my clients, and that is, it's been a rough year. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened, and a lot of us are feeling a little shell-shocked and like, mm, can 2024 come fast enough, right? So in order to make this 2024 come in a way that could perhaps bring a new direction to things because we can't control, of course, what happens. We can influence it and in how we perceive it and how we show up for it, what our work is to do in that. We have to take a second, though, and not just let the new year kind of tick into the next month and another year. We have to take a second and take stock and go, where am I? How can I? Get that refreshment that I need from the Lord. And that's, again, especially important if you're in a time of transition or in a time where you're not quite sure what 2024 is going to bring. I encourage you to take these next three episodes and really ask God for wisdom on how each of these three specific areas he may be calling you to a refreshment in your spirit. Today, we are talking about renewing our mind. Now, we're starting with the mind. Because all of everything that happens starts with our thoughts. Our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions create our actions and our decisions and our beliefs and everything stems from that there. So we have to start first with those thoughts and say what is happening inside and looking at them with a loving perspective, a compassionate perspective, not a judgmental oh, I hate that I always still struggle with this kind of perspective, which we can sometimes get into the route of. But if we want to have that change, we want to have that renewal, we have to start with our thoughts first. So looking at our thoughts, but not just looking at them, thinking about what kind of boundaries, truth-filled boundaries we can put up to help with racing thoughts, uh, to help with that feeling of overwhelm that a lot of us struggle with. We want to really think about how can we use boundaries in each of these three areas we're talking about to bring renewal? Because I believe that setting boundaries can be extremely healthy and it can be a way to move towards a different direction than where we're at right now. More than just talking about it and, and, and sharing with a friend about it, but to say, I'm going to take some action and I'm going to do this differently. So I'm going to make a kind of simple statement that kind of, uh, well, it sounds very simple on the outside. But we're going to break it down into two parts in this section today on the podcast. So the statement is, if you want more inner calm, more of that calm versus crazy, then you got to get the thoughts out, number one, and you have to address the root cause behind them. So we have to address 
what is going on, the root cause, and we have to just get them out regularly. So I'm going to talk about how we can create boundaries around both of those things as we look for renewal in the area of our mind. Now, what I'm about to say next, I want you to really think about and absorb and hear. It may sound a little bit like a mama bear. I'm going to put this mama bear hat on like I'm talking to, you know, somebody in love. But I want you to know that all of the things that we're going to talk about today, they're great, but they're only theory if you do not take action on them. So you have to make a decision and a commitment that what you're thinking about matters and that you no longer want to let this inner crazy rule your life. You have to decide that. I can't decide that for you. Your best friend can't decide that for you. You have to make that decision. God can't even decide that for you. We can ask God for help to get relief from overwhelm and things like that. But there comes a point when he's just like, okay, I want to help you. But you have to take that step and you have to decide that it's important, number one, and that you're going to take action towards it. So you have to be open and willing. You have to decide that it's important enough to change, that things may not dramatically change in 2024. We don't know. And again, I don't know personally what's going on in your specific life, but you have the decision and the, the ability to determine how you're going to perceive what comes ahead. And that starts with our thoughts. We, and when I say we, I mean you and I, we need to stop running from our thoughts. We need to stop distracting ourselves from our thoughts. We need to stop staying busy to ignore our thoughts. We need to stop eating or drinking away the feelings that we're feeling inside. We have to stop letting them affect our attitude and running our days. We need to not let them affect how we interact with others. And I'm saying that again to say that what we think about affects all of those things. And often we are our own worst enemy and that we see them, but we run from them or we hide from them because we're afraid of them. Instead, we do not need to yell at them for being there because we're frustrated that they're still there and why can't they change? We can have compassion for them. We can acknowledge that they're there. We can see them as these check engine lights of, okay, wow, that's interesting. Something is happening here. I want to discover more about that. I want to dig into that. God, show me what that's about. Knowing that if we had that check engine light, like on a car, we wouldn't be mad at the car. We would say, huh, that's interesting. I need to look into that. So we want to look at those thoughts, not run from them, not eat ourselves out of the thoughts. We have to be honest with ourselves to know, are we doing those things? I mean, I got to ask you and only you know in your head, like only I know in my head if I'm doing that. If you are running from those things, just know that it's very common and it's okay. You're not hopeless and without hope, but that to get forward movement here, to get healing in your mind, to get that renewal that's going to bring you to a new place in 2024, it's going to have to start with paying attention to what you're thinking about. And in that moment when you're feeling super overwhelmed about something or you find yourself just spinning or you find yourself just in mindless habits to go, what am I doing? To stop and acknowledge it as what's happening. Now, one of the boundaries that we can set up as part of that is this idea of getting them out regularly. Okay, so what that could look like is something that has been come to known as morning pages. Julia Cameron originally instituted that in one of her books. And so this is something I practice myself. I practice and, and share with many of my clients. 
And it's a simple idea, but it is having some sort of journal or something to write on. You can just have loose paper and you're spending maybe 10 minutes, however long it takes to fill three pages with words. Now, you're not necessarily having to write anything profound. You're not having to solve your problems. You're not even needing to do anything with it afterwards. You're just getting out what's in your head. And I think one of the enemy's biggest traps is to keep us stuck in our heads because we haven't let go or processed or released these thoughts that are in there. And that's what a practice like Morning Pages allows you to do. It allows you to stop and, and, and get it out. And when you move it out from just the, the bouncing part inside your head to paper, it then allows our logical mind to look at it and to see it and to acknowledge that it exists, first of all, and to begin to take action on, wow, that's interesting that I'm feeling like this. How can I work through this? There's some great brain science evidence that shows that writing too, especially writing with a pen or a pencil versus typing, adds even more benefit because then your brain is recognizing the thoughts, the feelings as you're writing them out. So that's an added benefit to that. But Taking that decision, making that decision to just get the pump going, get, you know, priming the pump, moving your thoughts through. I feel like sometimes it's almost like having a crowded room and you have just all this junk stuffed in there, all these boxes and papers and stuff thrown everywhere. And a lot of us, I think, open the door to that room and expect it to be organized and perfect. And if we haven't dealt with and removed and regularly cleaned that room, it's going to be chaos when we walk into it. And a lot of us show up every day to our lives with these chaotic, messy rooms, so to speak, going on in our head. And we expect God to solve it. We expect God to just come in and fix it. And now, again, we're talking about the God of the universe. He can do anything. I'm not saying he doesn't have the power to do that. But sometimes, and quite often, one of the first things that he asks us to do is for us to take action. And a great way to have that maintenance is to regularly let the thoughts out. Morning Pages is a great way to do that. Are you feeling exhausted and you need to rediscover hope after a tough season? I get it. And listen, I want to help you create a plan to be more energized and joyful in the coming year. Join me for my goal planning workshop. In one and a half hours, we'll not only help you make a specific plan for change, but we'll celebrate your wins and we'll help you discover a fresh vision for your life. The workshop includes a guided teaching experience with me, a retreat notebook with powerful scriptures, insightful exercises and meaningful prayers, plus other fun surprises to make the experience joyful and life-giving. I can't wait to help you find clarity, renewal, and a new passion to love God and enjoy your life. Join me now for the goal-setting workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal. That's vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash G-O-A-L. I'll see you there. Another way that you can set up a boundary is to let the thoughts out, but also feed the thoughts in that are what you need. The words of the Bible, truth. I have several Bible studies that you could use. For example, if you want some guidance in this area, we have a very specific Bible study method that I teach in there that shows you how to take a Bible verse, how to break it down to apply it to your life, how to restate it, how to relate it to your life, how to reflect on it further. And then how to even have gratitude for that day and how to receive and release from the Lord things that you are working through. So if you're interested in that, check out one of the Bible studies. A great one to start with is the I Am Loved study. And you can find that at vibrantchristianliving.com 
forward slash I dash M dash loved. So I am loved. And whatever you do, it doesn't have to be that study, just anything to get in the word and let it feed you. And just on that concept, I was just speaking with a lady in a session who was talking about how one of her goals for this year was to not just go and do a Bible study, but to really engage with the word of God and to let it soak into her heart, to let it really change her. And so that would be the perspective I would encourage you to take with this is when we're talking about thought specifically is we're releasing the things that are there, right? Through something like morning pages, but we're also really engaging with the word. We're ingesting it. We're digesting it. We're feasting on it. We're not just checking the box to do the Bible study because it's our task to do for the day. We are engaging and letting the word of God fill us and change us. Okay. So those are important ways to release those thoughts. Another great thing to do in order to renew our minds with the the power of who we are in Christ and finding a new hope to move forward is to get to the root of what's going on. Sounds simple again, but get to the root of why we're feeling a certain way. I was talking to another woman recently. She was saying that there is some counseling that she's doing with her husband and her uh, regarding their marriage. And she was also sharing in this conversation that she's really struggling with feeling like she doesn't have a voice in her life and never has had a voice. She doesn't feel enough, things like that. And we were talking about this counseling that she was going through. And I said, I'm, you know, I'm glad you're doing that. It sounds like it could be very helpful for you guys to work through some of these things. At the same time, what are you doing to deal with what is behind all of that for you? These feelings of like, I don't have a voice. I'm not enough. I'm not perfect. I want to believe truth, but I can't. Like, what are you doing to address that? Because if you find new ways to communicate with your husband and things get reconnected, that's great. At the same time, you're still going to have these soundtracks that are fighting in your head that are going to be working against whatever good work could be happening with that counselor. So it's like, we can't just see on the surface what's happening and just deal with it. Sometimes it's really important to look deeper and to ask those deeper questions. And I know that it, we may go, I don't know why it's there. I don't even know what I'm thinking. And that's where something like the, the Mindset Makeover is very helpful. That's a program that I've put together where we spend nine weeks together looking at what are the thoughts that are inside my head? Why does it make sense that they're there? Not that it makes sense like we want to continue them, but why is it logical that they're there based on what's happened in my life? And how does that relate to how I interact with God? What is it that needs to be released in my life? What needs to be picked up? What do I need to take responsibility for? And then we do something called brain priming, where we put all of that together into a statement that acknowledges the pain and the hurt in a way that doesn't reinforce it in the brain. And we plug in the truth. So we're using brain science and the Bible together to find that healing. And it's not just a feel-good statement. It's a literal rewiring that's based on science that's been used for, gosh, at least 30 years now with high-powered executives, with high-functioning athletes, to change them from the inside. So we're changing the neurological structure of the brain so that, like when I was talking about with this friend that was telling me about counseling, so that when she has that change happen, she's moving and, and living her life from a completely different perspective. It's not just, a, oh, I want to be different. Her subconscious mind has been changed to be united with these truths that she needs to hear around feeling enough, feeling loved. And that gives her the confidence to live differently. So 
if that's something that's interesting to you, getting to the root of this, I highly encourage you to do that because our society is filled with opportunities to just band-aid life, to say, okay, well, I'm just going to do this little quick thing because we feel like there's so much to do. We don't have time. You're worth this investment in yourself. Your family needs you to invest in yourself to show up the way you want to show up for your kids, for your husband or your spouse or or your significant other, or, or whether that's if you're single, showing up for your job or for your sister, your mom, whoever you are called to serve and love in this season, we all want to serve and love from a whole place, a whole mental place. And if we are not addressing and healing from those things, it's, it's hard. It's hard to love. We're working like the walking wounded, so to speak. And I'm passionate about doing this with women because this is something that God has had to take me through through very serious event in my life. He had to really break this down for me and radically changed my life to do this, to do brain priming. And I've now worked with hundreds of women in this area and love helping them find freedom, finding confidence again, so that they can not be stuck in that crazy. They're not stuck in the crazy anymore. It's not like I'm just living in this chaos all the time and I'm just trying to fix it with some quick hack. No, I'm dealing with it. I've worked through it. I found healing. And I know that as somebody else was sharing today, that if that, if those chaotic thoughts start coming back up, I, I, first of all, they're not as loud and I know how to work through them. Whereas now they just kind of take over and I'm just kind of lost in the wash of all of them. So I encourage you get to the root of this, make that commitment to yourself. How would your life be different instantly (laughs) if you could do one or both of these things? There are so many things that we have no control over in life. We really don't. We have very little control. And that is frightening, isn't it? Frightening. We do have control over what we think and how we view a situation. And so I encourage you to think about how your life could be easier and lighter, how you could get refreshment by changing how you process the circumstances that are before you. And beginning to implement those boundaries and practices in your life where you are regularly letting those thoughts out in a safe way, putting the word of God in, you know, implanting it in through intentional, focused time with God, and then also being willing to do the deeper work to get to the root of it. What would your circumstances, what would your life, your relationships, what would that look like in six months to a year if you did address that? How could it look different? So thinking about that question and then asking yourself, well, what happens if you do nothing? Where will you be, friend? Where will you be in six to 12 months if you choose to do nothing different in how you handle this and you keep staying stuck in the crazy? What's going to happen? Is 2024 going to be that much different? I don't know. I mean, we don't have a, a looking glass to see what that could be, but I do know that if we begin to proactively address how we process things, we are guaranteed to have a different perspective and to be able to better handle whatever is ahead for us in 2024. So today, make that commitment to yourself. Make a new commitment to yourself to listen when those thoughts come up, to listen with kind ears, the willingness to say, I'm not going to shut them down. I'm not going to try to hide from them. I'm not going to try to yell at them and tell them to go away. I'm just going to sit with them and say, wow, that's interesting. Because that is how God listens to them. 
He wants to partner with you to work through your thoughts in this area. He wants to help you find healing. So if we want to not shut it down. We want to listen with compassion. This is how God listens to us. Make this year, even you can start now. You don't have to wait till 2024. You may be listening to this in 2025. Who knows when you're actually listening to this, but make this the year that you decide to address what's going on inside, that you decide to set up some specific boundaries to be able to move forward. You know, we can't bask in God's freedom when we have all this baggage hanging around our ankles, right? We just can't. We can't do that. Take that next step to understand what's going on and to learn how to find healing. The Mindset Makeover is a great way to dig deeper into that. You can learn more at a free training I do that talks about the Christian Mindset Makeover. It's at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mind, or you can just join the makeover if you want to right now. That's at christianmindsetmakeover.com. So either way, I encourage you to learn more about the makeover and to get involved if that speaks to you. But I want you to know that I'm here as a support. I'm here to help you. And there's a whole community of ladies who have gone through this and who are going through this process of the mindset makeover who want to help you too, who want to share their stories and to walk with you on this process of renewing and, and setting up those boundaries in your life to be able to process things differently. So learn all about that again at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mind. Okay, we're moving on to our next topic next week. So I encourage you to think about some of the things that we talked about today, decide what you're going to take action on, and then I will see you back here next week for our episode. Take care. Thanks for joining me today for The Christian Mindset Coach. If you loved today's show, would you take two seconds and share a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts? I've got a special gift for you when you share a review, my amazing 50 I Am declarations, 50 statements and Bible verses about who you are in Christ. This is an audio meditation and a written statement that is extremely popular with my clients, and I want to give you access just for sharing your Apple Podcast review. Simply screenshot your review and send it to hello at vibrantchristianliving.com, and we'll send you the link to access the 50 I Am Declarations resource. Thanks so much for sharing your rating and review so that we can get the word out about the podcast. See you back here next week.